friends, and welcome to the Mr. Maxwell Podcast. So, as I believe I've mentioned in previous episodes, I struggle with anxiety and depression, and the last few weeks I have been in a pretty serious depressive episode, and the researcher that I am, one of my, as I was, as I've been kind of working my way through it, one of my things to do is to research and learn more about depression. I mean, I've read about it before, but I tend to re-research, if that's a word or a phrase, um, topics that I struggle with when I'm in the midst of struggling with them. And so I wanted to just kind of share where I'm at with you and share what I'm learning and what I'm doing to take care of myself while I'm in this depressive state. So I'm going to share five tips that Um, that I am working on myself, um, and that possibly you, if you also deal with depression, could use or engage with to help you when you are in a depressive episode. I'm also going to talk about how it can impact different aspects of our lives and stuff like that. So depression, it's a, it's a weird thing, right? I mean, in the midst of it, you don't always even know that you're depressed. It can just... It can feel like the sun's just not as bright, the world is not as interesting, everything. It just feels like there's this blanket, this weight, um, for me personally anyway, over my mind, over my heart, that affects my ability to enjoy life, where once I would see an obstacle as an opportunity to discover something new, a challenge to overcome, now it just becomes this weight, this trial to endure, this drag on my existence and it can have profound effects on every facet of our lives Uh, one area that is significantly affected is work or productivity when grappling with depression individuals often experience difficulties concentrating making decisions finding motivation to accomplish tasks these challenges can lead to decreased productivity absenteeism and even the risk of job loss And that's definitely um, something that I have dealt with. And if you have ADHD, if you are autistic, you're neurodivergent in any way, or if you have any sort of chronic illness, it will usually make those conditions even worse. I have had depression trigger a lupus flare. I have had depression make it three times harder for me to manage my ADHD. And it can also affect me socially. Now, I'm not the most social person anyway, but when in a depressive episode, it can tend to erode our ability to engage with friends and family. Those feelings of sadness, hopelessness, and isolation can create a barrier, making it challenging to maintain healthy relationships. Social withdrawal, lack of interest, and a general sense of disconnection can strain the relationships that we have with our friends and loved ones. It's, and it's so important for us to learn to recognize these effects and to seek support to maintain fulfilling relationships during this challenging time. I've always found it funny in a way, well, usually when I'm out of the depressive episode, I usually don't find it funny in the moment, but it is a little bit comical that when you're in a depressive episode, you need your family and friends more than ever. You need your support group more than ever. You need human connection more than ever. And yet, for me personally anyway, when I'm in a depressive episode, 
I am more likely to withdraw and pull away from my wife, from my children, from my friends, from my family, from my support systems, believing that nobody can help me and that I'm in this all on my own. And it has taken me a long time, I'm almost 42, to realize that I have to kind of go against that, that it feels counterintuitive in the moment that I need to reach out, that I need to let people know that I'm struggling. In fact, this week I even talked with my boss. I let my boss know that I'm struggling with my mental health and to my surprise, she was understanding, gracious, um, supportive. And yes, I still had work to do, but she did her best to find ways to make me feel seen and heard and supported. And I know that I'm lucky, not everyone has a boss that will do that. But I think that, you know, look at your workplace environment and if there is a, a boss, a work best friend, if there is somebody in your workplace that has always been supportive of you, it might be worth trying to talk to them because knowing that there's somebody in your workplace that cares, they might not be able to do anything to physically help your situation but just to know that you can be heard even in the workplace can really give you an entirely new outlook on your situation. Now, I do want to give a bit of a trigger warning. I'm going to talk about um, suicide and suicide prevention a little bit. So if that is something that is triggering for you, you might just want to stop and skip this episode and catch me on a following episode. I just want to kind of give you that heads up. One of the most concerning aspects of depression is the risk of suicide or suicidal thoughts. And while not everyone with depression experiences suicidal thoughts, it's crucial to be aware of the potential danger. Feelings of despair and worthlessness combined with a sense of hopelessness can push someone to contemplate taking their own life. It's important to take any mention or indication of suicidal thoughts seriously and seek help from mental health professionals or helplines and probably not supposed to say this sort of thing publicly, but I'm going to. Um, that is something that I do struggle with sometimes when I'm in severe depressive episodes is sometimes I do struggle with suicidal thoughts and I have learned to reach out to my therapist. Um, I have reached out to uh, suicide prevention helplines myself and I have found the people there to be very compassionate, very understanding, very caring. It does not feel like what I thought it would feel like, like a cold um, robotic interaction. And I would strongly encourage you, if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts, if you have them, please do not hesitate to reach out um, to suicide prevention hotlines, to your therapist, your mental health professionals. Um, it is very important. You may not feel like it in the moment, but your life does have value and you do mean something to someone out there. And we never know how far the ripple effects of our lives can go. But I have discovered that I have been a blessing to people's lives that I didn't even know they were watching me or aware of my existence at the time. So even if it feels like you have no one in your life, you have no idea who your existence could bless and you are needed and you know and the the number is simply 988 you can text 988 
and somebody will get in touch with you and you can have someone to talk to and reach out to. So just again, um, Suicide Prevention Crisis Lifeline is 988. The website is 988lifeline.org. Just had to do that plug real quick. Um, You're not alone. All right, so I wanted to wrap up with discussing some strategies that can assist us when we're navigating through depressive episodes. Now, remember, these aren't substitutes for seeking professional help, but they can provide some relief and support during difficult times. And number one is what I've already talked about, reaching out for support. Connect with trusted friends, family members, or support groups who can offer a listening ear and understanding. Um, In our modern age, if you can't find someone in your physical life, there are apps out there to help you find support groups. There are Facebook groups. There are, you could even search, you know, depression support on Instagram or TikTok. It is amazing how many communities have popped up in person and virtually um, to support people with mental health crises for all sorts of intersectionalities. Um, It's because remember, we're not alone in this battle. Um, And this is something that I've started to do and it is very awkward and uncomfortable for me, but I know that reaching out, even though it feels like the thing I don't wanna do, is one of the best things I can do during this season. Number two, establish a routine. Setting a daily routine can provide a sense of structure and stability, which can be beneficial in facing the unpredictability of depression. Um, As an autistic adult, I tend to rely on routines a lot anyway. I found routines to be comforting and they make sure that I'm taking care of my physical health, taking my meds, eating, showering, brushing my teeth. Those routines keep me on track, um, both in my personal life and at work. Number three, engage in self-care activities. Take time for yourself and prioritize activities that bring you joy or relaxation. Um, It could be practicing mindfulness, engaging in hobbies, or simply taking a walk in nature. I have been trying to get out in nature a lot more lately, Um, even if it's just going and sitting by the river or going for a short walk in the woods, getting out in nature is so calming and comforting for me. Also reading, I've been reading a lot of books, audio books, I don't feel like physically reading, I have physical books to read, and it's a mix of everything. It's poetry, it's stories, it's whatever I'm in the mood for, I have a stack of books that I can kind of flip through and find something that is interesting to me. And then also for me personally, video games. Um, I usually, I try to keep my Switch charged nearby, and sometimes just 15 minutes playing a video game, it's a perfect distraction, um, and it's fun for me. Number four, focus on physical health. Physical well-being is closely linked to mental health. Ensure you're getting enough sleep, maintaining a balanced diet, and engaging in regular exercise as it can positively impact your mood. So for me, with my lupus and other health conditions, exercise has been a little bit difficult. It's taken me a while to find things that I can consistently do, but I've established a pattern now where I do 10 minutes of Pilates in the morning. It's zero impact, so it's very easy for me to do first thing in the morning. It's it's some stretching and toning just to strengthen my core, which helps my back because I have arthritis in my back. And then midday is when I do about 10 minutes of strength exercises. Um, Still not overly strenuous, but enough to work on that resistance training. And then at night, I do about 10 to 20 minutes of yoga. 
and it really helps me to be able to sleep. And by breaking my exercise up into tiny pieces throughout the day, I'm able to end up working out for 30 minutes a day, but it doesn't feel like I am because it's in manageable chunks throughout the day. And if I skip one of those routines, I haven't completely gone an entire day without doing any sort of exercise. So I challenge you to find exercises that you can do that fit where you are, not what you think you should be, but what you actually can do in a comfortable way. And then finally, seek professional help. It's important to consult with mental health professionals who can provide guidance, therapy, or medication if necessary. Their expertise is invaluable in navigating through depression. Um, and I have found a lot of value in working with a therapist personally. Um, I know sometimes it can be challenging if you have limits on your insurance or no insurance. Um, again, I would probably start with you know searching online. There are options out there and I've had to find help with no insurance. I've had to find help with limited, limiting insurance. Um, but having somebody to reach out to is, uh, I believe, is incredibly important. So I wanted to wrap, end, end, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, words, this is a rather emotional episode for me because we're talking about some really real stuff. Um, I hope I'm not oversharing here, but I personally have found so much benefit from content creators who are willing to share their actual stories. It's one thing to read, you know, a web a WebMD article about depression, but to hear when I've heard someone else's story who personally talks about their own struggles with, with depression and what they're doing, I found so much encouragement in that. And so I hope by sharing my story and what I'm learning, and the tips that I am working on, I'm hoping that someone out there will hear this episode and find encouragement themselves for their own lives. So I found this quote from Oprah I wanted to share with you. The greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change their future by merely changing their attitude. And I like that one because it reminds you that no matter how challenging things may seem in the moment, that there is always hope for a brighter future. All right, friends, um, I'd love to know what you think about this topic. Uh, you could find me on Instagram or TikTok at Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16. Uh, love it if you, you know, give me a follow on those platforms, send me a DM, let me know how do you manage depression? What did you think of this episode? Um, and are there other topics around mental health that you'd like me to cover? All right, friends, for now, it is time for your next adventure. I'll miss you. Cheers. Thank you.